Some of you, this may be your first episode, so welcome. We're happy to have you with us. And then for some of you, this is your second time. You're getting another shot of Mom yes, Life Straight back. Up, taking it to the head. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Welcome back. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Also hit the notification bell so you can be notified when we do upload our episodes. We upload every Monday, just in case. And you can also find us on the Anchor app, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and sorry, we're guys. coming soon to Apple Podcasts. So I'm coming soon to yeah. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and you can find us by our name. That's M O M L I F E S T R, the number eight U P. All right. All right, guys. So this week we read about an article from Ashley Simpson. This was on the mom.com website and she was speaking about her journey through breastfeeding. And we know that breastfeeding has its ups and downs. There are many challenges that we may face. But there's one thing that she said that really, really triggered the memories of the ups and downs with breastfeeding. She says, and I quote, it was going so well until I noticed how uncomfortable he was, crying and spitting up after almost every feed. Luckily, he was gaining weight, but I was left feeling confused and guilty. Was it me? Could it be something that I was eating? How could I soothe him? And when she said that, I remembered exactly what we spoke about last week in the last mm. podcast. Oh, about, yeah. Yeah, when I brought my baby home for the first time and she had the colic and it was triggered because of something that I ate. So mm. I was wondering, I know all of us had breastfed at some point. Um, why did you even choose to breastfeed? Well, I know for me, uh, it sounds bad, but you know, having your first kid, you're like, I'm going to breastfeed because that's what we're supposed to do. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, after Izzy was born, they give, they gave us a whole bunch of articles in the hospital. So like, I didn't do a ton of research on it prior um, because I thought I knew everything, you know, but right. when they gave it to me, I started reading up on it and I saw the benefits of breastfeeding. So there are tons of myths to breastfeeding, but then there are a lot of factual information. And one of the things that stood out to me was the fact that if your baby is sick and you're breastfeeding, your breast milk will produce the um, nutrients and vitamins mm -hmm. that it needs to make your baby uh, get better, you know? Um, okay. But I started breastfeeding because initially that was what I thought we were supposed to do. But then as I did it, I wanted to do it for the bonding like I felt like it would be so good for me to bond with my child right. and do that because 
I mean, when I, I gave uh, my husband, you know, the baby with the bottle, I'm like, yeah. take the bottle so I can get some sleep. But oh that my- breastfeeding time, it was bonding time for me. Yeah. And I, I loved it. Like I enjoyed breastfeeding. Thank God I never had any like terrifying, you know, or traumatizing yeah. things. Happen. But I did it initially because I believe that's what you were supposed to do. That's not facts, but that's what was in my head as a 21 year old, you know, a <laughs> new mom. But yeah, anybody else? KK, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Oh, okay. exactly. I'm like, I was wondering. I'm like, I know we're, I know we're alike. So like nobody told it, well, actually, when you hear it, like when you're having a baby, they're like, ooh, especially them uh, old ladies, you know, mm-hmm. church old ladies. They'll be like, make sure you breastfeed that baby, honey. Make sure yeah. you breastfeed that baby. And I'm like, okay, you know, and that sounded fine to me. I know some moms feel uncomfortable and I understood it like once they explained it to me they're like I don't like the idea of my child like actually feeding from me and that's uncomfortable to some because there's a lot of things that we are uncomfortable with you know but to me I didn't mind I didn't mind breastfeeding any of my kids and one thing for me is I'm gonna feed my child wherever you don't tell me where to feed my child. <laughs> yes. I don't use the cover well I tried to use the cover up because I was a new mom with Izzy but then once he started flinging that thing off I was like oh hell no. okay <laughs> I just took it off I was like no I'm not using this you know I was like you're gonna feed like it is what it is you know if somebody gets upset I might say something you know, that's, that was me. I mean, obviously you guys know me. I'm not going to say something. <laughs> I'll definitely well, look at But that. still, I dare you to anyway. Yeah, no, really. They never said anything. Thank God. Plus two is free. It's free. Facts. My cousin told me that. I remember there was a time I was like, can't I just put her on formula? But she was like, why? You have it. It's yeah. free. Like, just give it to her. So. That is true. Exactly. For me, I was like K2. Like, for the t- I was 21 years old, mm-hmm. and I thought I knew everything. And I'm just like, oh, I'm a breastfeed exclusively. Nobody can tell me nothing. It's going to be easy. Everything is going to be great. Yes. Um, yes, everybody around me pushing the breast was best type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Breast is best. Breast is best. Yeah. But then after I had my first, um, it wasn't that easy, you know? And I only actually ended up feeding, breastfeeding her for like three months. And then I oh, had to feed her. And the, yeah, right? Because it really isn't. And um, I tried. I really did. She latched on. But one thing, um, she did have a reflux issue. Um, yeah. And she, her belly was always unsettled. So I did have to put her on a gentle ease formula. Mm-hmm. But when she got on the breast, all she did was fall asleep. She liked to put it in her mouth. Girl, that's why I love breastfeeding. <laughs> I'm like, now if I can get them kids to sleep like that, I'm like, oh. <laughs> take that. <breast. laughs> I'm like, that's the that's the melatonin for them babies, you know. <laughs> like almost immediately. But yeah, but since she wasn't actually eating and she had that issue with her stomach, the doctor was like, okay, you could use the gentle ease formula, and that's what we started using. But for the second one, girl, a whole year, and I was so happy about it. Nice. That's really good. good. And I'm gonna get into that later. But I was producing, and I was so 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 happy that I was able to that's do that. good but at the end of the day we I'm know like, well, as moms as long as you're feeding your baby that's what's important you're doing a great yeah, that's true you know it doesn't matter I'm like as long as you're feeding them babies and they're they're healthy you know exactly yeah that's what really really is important so then that leads me to the next question what were some of the challenges you faced when you were breastfeeding when I went back to work my supply dropped <laughs> 
And I that you were pumping, right? You yes, I had to pump when I was at work. I my of course work you get your pump breaks, I yeah. guess. So I had my room and it was nice, but I would stare at her picture, nothing was coming. I would be there for hours. Well, nothing was coming. Out. So <clears throat> it was frustrating. And I remember being told, oh, just give her formula. And I'm like, no, I am determined. I am going to get this. That's milk. that mom guilt. That's that mom guilt. Yeah. Like, I, I felt so bad. But then once, once I did end up giving her the formula and I realized she was fine and she was fine. I was like, yeah. okay, fine. I guess I could throw these out and just give up on them. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I hated I hated it. I wish we were like Canadians and could yeah. stay home for however long. But oh, that's girl, oh, I'm like, well, I'm in a different boat because I do stay home or I have stayed home with the kids. Mm-hmm. But for me, like I when I had Izzy, I breastfed him and everything like that. But um, it was tough in the very beginning because I had gotten I don't know if they consider it preeclampsia, but I got it seven days after, literally a week after I had him, right? Mm-hmm. And I was taking wow. his new, because me as a photographer, I'm like, let me take my child's newborn pictures. So I was taking his newborn pictures and um, I felt like I couldn't breathe. I'm like, oh my God, something's not right. And Nat had just left to go to the gym. So I was like, oh, I need water. So I took water, but I'm like, something is heavy on my chest. So I called Nat and I was like, you need to come back now. And then he's like, call your doctor. So I called the doctor. They told me to go in. I ended up going in. Long story short, after I went to the hospital and came back home, like I felt like I had no milk and the baby was just a week old, but I couldn't pump. I couldn't give him my breast milk. That's what it was because they had given me some dye. So they're like, um, to check to see if I had a blood clot. So they were like, don't breastfeed him, but pump and dump, right? So I was trying to pump and dump, but because I just had him, I wasn't getting a lot of milk. It was mainly like the colostrum and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, so I was trying to feed him and he wouldn't latch and I was so sad. And because I was stressing, it was causing my milk to slow down, the production to slow down. So that was like very stressful for me. So what did I do? I went to my church people and I'm like, please pray that my milk supply would come in you know it ended up coming in but like it was so hard to um pump like like Brittany said it was so hard to pump and breastfeed so I went strictly to only breastfeeding because Nat my husband saw (laughs) that he read the um information and it said after four days you know if if the milk is out like after four hours, no, it was, it was six days. They were like, um, make sure you get rid of the breast milk. But what he didn't know was if you could store it in the freezer. So I had five bottles stored up, right. Of six ounce bottles and he dumped them all after six days. Yes. Yeah. That just broke my heart. And I saw the bottles lined up because I was sleeping and I'm like, I'm like, Isaac drank all that milk. And he was like, no, nah, girl. He was like, no, no, they were old. And I'm like, I'm like, hold on. I'm like, hold on. They were not old. I'm like, you could have put them in the freezer. He's like, oh, like it's too late now. So I said, oh, hell no. I'm <laughs> him. There is no way I'm letting you dump out that milk. That was hard work. 
So yeah. I went to breastfeeding, strictly breastfeeding. Yeah. But then at 11 and a half months, two weeks before he turned one, I rolled over to breastfeed him and he just looked at my boob like, nope. are you going to give me this? Like, that's what you're going to give me? Yeah. So I had to run out at six o'clock in the morning trying to find this boy formula. Oh but my, God. like him stopped, he stopped on his own. So that was, that was good. You know, it wasn't like I had to wean him off, but I was really yeah. sad. Yeah. I'm like, what is the sour? Like, you don't want this? I don't understand. But don't with him, it wasn't bad. And then Mari, it was the same thing. And then Lacey, I had to stop early because my production, it dropped so much. And I'm like, you know what? She's a third one. I feel so bad, but she's healthy. You know, right, which and it took me three kids to realize, like, you'll be fine, mm -hmm. you know, but she was able to um, get breast milk all the way up until she was seven months. So I'm like, I feel there proud of that, go. you know, but yeah, I'm like, it's hard pumping. That's a no go for me. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't enjoy pumping. That's actually how I messed up my breast. Um, oh, I, I girl, long story. But let me tell you what the challenge was. <laughs> OK, so for the second for the second baby, she latched almost immediately. Like as soon as they took her out, she, they put her on my skin, you know, the skin to skin. And that girl started putting her mouth towards my boob. Like she was nudging her head. Oh, she was a pro. She knew what she wanted. Right. So the, the doctor was like, just let her feet. So she stayed on and she was there for like a good 20 minutes from the beginning. After that, yeah, she fed a lot. And you know what's crazy? Another myth is that if you breastfeed your baby, they don't gain weight. My second compared to my first, she was a fat baby. She at they said they don't gain weight. Yeah, like I heard a lot of people say, well, like my mom. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> sorry, mama. But yeah, a lot of people <laughs> around me, like in my family, they told me, like, oh, when you breastfeed your baby, they don't gain that much weight. You know, my baby gained a lot of weight. She was no, chunky. I know a lot of breastfed babies that are chunky. chunky. Right, so that's a lot. <laughs> Obviously, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did the breastfeeding thing. Um. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that first one because it was a bonding experience. So yeah. after that, I was just like, yeah, definitely going to continue this. So she breastfed a lot. About six, seven months, I'm like, you know what? I want to pump as well. But I used the, not the manual pump, the electronic pump. And mm -hmm. it wasn't really doing much. And I'm like, you're not working fast enough for me. Which one did you use? I don't, which one? Do you remember, babe? Was it Medela? It was Medela. It was. But it was an older version, so I don't know yeah. if that was the reason. But it wasn't working fast enough. So you know what I started doing? You know how they do the cows when they put Yeah. No, yeah. you have to do that. I did that too. <laughs> yes. Let's get that milk just so that her dad could feed her at the same time. Yeah. But, oh, so another thing that I did that was wrong was in the beginning of the breastfeeding stage and the pumping, what I would do is write down what was the last group that I, you know, I fed on or I pumped yeah. on. That's how yeah. I got caught up, girl. So I just throw on the titty. And sometimes I forgot which one it was. Most of the time she ended up right back on the right one. So That's what true. happened naturally, my that right group got way bigger than the left yeah. one, like a whole cup bigger. Anyway, the challenge was, I know I'm talking in circles right now. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. When I started work, when I started going back to work, I could not pump as often as I would have when I was at home. And she wasn't feeding as often. And remember that right boob just got milk just like that. So by the time I went to go pump, I took my shirt down. 
my right breast was engorged. It looked like I had cement in my breast and it was so heavy. I tried to get the milk out and nothing was coming out, girls. I did a warm compress, I did a massage, I'm doing this all at work and I'm now I'm going over my break time and no milk is coming out. More milk is being produced because I feel it because you know when yeah. Yeah. that breast was just getting bigger and bigger and nothing coming out. No, no, no alleviation, nothing. So I went through the whole eight hours, got home. I was like close to tears. I'm oh my gosh. Time. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to try this one more time. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to the hospital because it can't, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. So I went into the shower and I let the hot water hit it. Yeah. And once I let the hot water hit it, I started massaging it and it started squirting out. I was like, praise God. Because I heard, like, I've seen, man, I cannot remember this um, Instagram page, but I used to follow it. Um, it had to do about lactation, right? Oh and God. one mom, of course, they don't show their face, but she showed how it looked her engorged breasts and then after what came out and it just like that's why i was like holding my head because what i saw in that picture it looked like pus like hers was really bad and she yeah. said she had to keep squeezing it out right but what came out in the container it just looked like a glob of pus and her boob was like so red and black and blue afterwards and I'm like oh my gosh so when I hear that that's what I think about and I was so terrified for that to happen like I'm happy that that, that didn't happen to me I'm sad yeah. that happened to you because that is so <laughs> yeah. painful but like lord like yeah. the things that you can go through from breastfeeding right just breastfeeding alone and I was almost at the end I was I could see the finish line like I think yeah. that was around month 11 if I'm not mistaken oh wow it was so rough like month I, 11 dang I thought this happened like way in the beginning no girl it's crazy yes it was so bad so painful so then after that I was like you know what uh, <laughs> what I think the cabbage leaf, I think, helped to slow down the production. I was I wondering if that happened. But I tried it and it, it worked. <laughs> I've always heard that it worked, but I yeah. never had to wean the kids off like that. Or I never had a lot of milk for yeah. me to have to do that. Like, I literally just stopped breastfeeding them and it's good. I'm good to go, you know? But I see a lot of people, they're like, I need the cabbage leaf or whatever. I'm like, even now, I still got milk. I'm like, it's still in there a little bit, you know, but I don't, I'm like, I'm not breastfeeding anymore. It'll dry up eventually, <laughs> but I never had to use all that because my production, it doesn't, I don't produce that much, you know, I, that's one thing that I believed in the beginning and people reading things, I thought that that's what will happen, that I would overproduce. I would have bags upon bags of milk, you know, in the freezer for the baby to feed with, you know, Is but the milk I mean, that never happened. Dry up? Huh? Is the milk supposed to dry up? That's a good question. Um, it does dry up. Well, after I stopped breastfeeding Mari, I had milk all up until I had Lacey. So that gap, I mean, they're just two years apart. And my my baby's four. But if I squeeze hard enough, there's a little bit of milk. It comes out. out. I still, I still got, I thought it was just me. I'm like, I'll go in the shower. I'm I like, thought it was just have milk. Like, cause somebody's like, oh, you better start, um, start pumping again. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to pump again. Like you're crazy. I didn't even like pump it in the beginning. I'm like, I'm not going to try to start from the top. No, no. If I was having another baby, then I'll be like, okay, maybe I'll try to, you know, get it going right. when the baby comes out. 
Cause like, like you, Allie, for my second child, Mari, I was starving cause I had three C-sections. And for Mari, I said, um, I'm hungry. When I was going into surgery, I'm like, I'm starving. So I know this baby got to be hungry. Like those are my exact words, yeah. right? Yeah. And the the um, nurse was like, we'll give you something, you know, after you have the surgery, which they try to give you liquids. And I'm like, do I look like a liquid eater? <laughs> I need a whole burger. Like, give me a burger, you yeah. know? But I was like, if I'm this hungry, the baby's got to be hungry. Yeah. And I was getting closed up and everything. And my mom and them were like, Mari was sucking on his finger. He was like, <laughs> like trying to get something to eat. And they gave him the pacifier and he took the pacifier, but then started crying, spat it out. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's hungry. And yeah. when I got into the room, I put him on my breast and he latched like this. Yeah. And then they came in the room and they were like, oh, this is your second child. So you definitely know what you're doing. And then they said the same thing with Lacey. They were like, oh, you know what you're doing. This is your third child. And I'm like, okay, now I'm a pro at this. I'm like, come on, send all the moms in. Let me tell them what to do, you know? But, just but with Mari, he latched right away. So it made me feel so much more comfortable. Izzy, it took him some time to latch like, you know, because you have to figure out how to hold them and everything. Yes, so I think you're a little bit, you're a little bit better with them, you know? Right. But I do have some facts about breastfeeding Give them um, because there's those myths, but then there's also the facts. Mm -hmm. One fact that I do stand by is don't scrub your nipples when you are. Yes. Who scrubs their nipples? Um, well, on this thing, it <laughs> says that somebody... Somebody came up, they don't know who came up with the um the saying, scrub your nipples, you know, it would allow your nipples to become tough. I have no idea what tough is <laughs> or what they're trying to say. Or like, I think that it's tough enough for to fit in the baby's mouth, you know, to be like, that's a nipple, like let me latch. Listen. You know? But they said, don't scrub your nipples. Right now, who said that? I don't know. And they don't say who said it. So I'm like, I got this from the CDC website. Okay. So, you know, if anybody wants to look it up, you can look it up. But they said, don't scrub your nipples. And I can, I can stand by that because feeding Lacey, I think this was the first time that my nipples were so sore. And first of all, I had to put tape on my nipples. Like when I went into the shower, cause the shower hitting it, it hurt. Oh, and this was the first time that I've actually had to do with that. But they say, um, deal with that, sorry. They say that you shouldn't um, put soap on there and don't scrub it. So you can let the soap, you know, drop and um, run down your body. You know, you can let it run down your body, but don't, don't scrub them things, you know? <laughs> that won't be good. Don't, ladies, don't scrub <laughs> And then another one is be, it says be a little patient, but I want to say be, you know, very patient when it comes to breastfeeding. And I learned that with my first child because things don't, just like you have to make a birth plan, you have to set, set up um, goals for yourself while yes. breastfeeding, you know? Mm -hmm. So don't expect it to be like I thought you're going to overproduce and everything like that. It takes time. Like for Izzy, it took three whole days for my breast milk to come in. I thought that it was going to be like, bam, you know, he lost so much weight in the beginning. They're like, can we give him formula? And I'm like, listen, whatever it's going to take for him to put the weight back on to be healthy. Yeah. And they're like, you can breastfeed afterwards or during, you know? So like, that's another one. Like, make sure you take your time, be patient for those of you who like to pray. Cause I'm a praying woman, you know, I'll pray. I'm like, Lord, please help me. You know, for those of you guys who like to meditate or do whatever that helps you to be calm. That'll be great. And I have another one. Learn about and do research about cluster feeding. Because Lord have mercy. 
cluster feeding will have you going crazy. Yeah. Like I, they told, they tell you about this, but in the moment, like you, when you're going through it, you don't remember everything that everybody says, you know, you're just like, oh, you know, my baby's feeding. I'm like, why is this baby waking up so many times? Like they were doing just well. They were sleeping uh, three hours, four hours throughout the night. And now they're waking up every 30 minutes. Like, what is it? You know, cluster feeding. They will wake up. It happens, I believe, at six weeks, three months, and six months. But those dates aren't accurate. Those dates aren't accurate because it happened before then for me with my kids. It sounds legit because that happened to me. It sounds about right. Those my yes. Oh, those yeah. are the those are the time frames that it will happen. Right. So if you research cluster feeding, you'll be you will know about it beforehand. So when it happens, you can prepare You're yourself. Prepared, you know? right? Yes. So those are just a few of the facts that I have on and kind of advice on what to do as you're breastfeeding. But do you guys have any other advice on breastfeeding, you know, for moms, new moms or people who or women who want to um, have babies and pregnant? Well, for me, I would say make sure that you always have comfortable clothes on. I learned this lesson the hard, hard, hardest of ways. You know, for me, I started taking my baby back to church, I think after six weeks, probably on the eighth week. And I was happy to go. I'm like, all right, let's go back to church. But homegirl decided to wear a skin tight dress. Oh, you were trying to be cute. Bounce back. No zipper, child. No zipper. So I'm there in the mother's room ready to whip it out. And like, I can't do this. Now, I'm all for whipping out your boob anyway. Oh, yeah. But when you got to lift the dress up from the bottom, everywhere so are you whipping out everything <laughs> yeah so luckily i mean i still fed her but i did it in the car guys i did not do it in the church oh in the car okay okay <laughs> not in the church thank god for tents because the tents were my best friend you're about to be like praise the lord <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying and you know what's so funny about that is that i felt like i did not learn my lesson until like months down the line, I kept having to go through the same thing over and over it's again. Cause you, I feel like you want to wear your, your clothes, you know, you want to get back into that. I know. Right. Yeah. You know, matching outfits, looking cute with your babies and all that. Like I was yeah. so happy to do that. Now girl, please make sure you're comfortable. That's first and foremost, make sure that you're able to be, you know, take out the breast and comfortably feed your baby, you know? yes you, gotta pull it down you can still be fashionable like i have this on i have mm, yeah i wore this when i was when i was breastfeeding mari it's easy and you just pull it down and breastfeed like if you can still be and you can still wear the bras the bras are so comfortable guys there so comfortable you can get them in bulk too on amazon i got like five oh, other things from amazon <laughs> I That's good. You see, she just gave you the plug. Go to Amazon. I think Target has them too. They come Target in. Target does, yes. Right? Go ahead and get this thing. And make yeah. sure that you, you know, but I mean, if you got to whip out the boob and uh, as long as it's not from the bottom, only from the yes. top. Yes. <laughs> my advice would be, um, and my mom told me this, let the baby sleep. So yes. for example, Izzy was a preemie. He was born three weeks early and they were like, wake him up from start to start. So if you wake him up at 2 a.m., right? 
you got to wake him up at 4 a.m. again. It doesn't matter what time he went to sleep, right? So I would do that. Nat and I would do that around the clock and it messed up his sleep schedule. Right. If anything, you need to let the baby sleep because they will wake up when they're hungry. And right. I learned that. Exactly. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry, like, they you okay, but I just wanted to vent for a little moment. Oh, go, go. I'm going to tell you about these mommy groups right quick. I'm going to check y'all for a little minute. <laughs> I had a mommy judge me for that. Yeah, we were talking about the same thing, breastfeeding, I remember with my second child. And I did mention that I said that I let her sleep. And when she's hungry, she'll wake up sometimes because she, she actually slept through the night and she'll sleep yeah. like hours, seven hours. I'm like, okay. Oh, I'm they tell you, oh, newborn, yeah. should it be sleeping? Yeah, she said, oh, you're terrible because you need to wake up your babies. Newborn babies need to be um, woken up every four hours to make sure that they, you know their empty stomachs are filled and blah, blah, blah. She went in on me. So I left it alone. I said, well, my doctor recommended blah, 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 blah. Let her know, you know. Yeah. I got the doctor's advice. He said it's all good. She kept coming back to me, telling me otherwise I had to block her. It was that. Listen, bad. listen. I may not say it out loud to your face all the time, but in text message, girl, or writing, I will let it out. And you will know when I'm upset because I'll write them caps. Like I'll write them caps. I always write exclamation marks. So exclamation marks mean nothing, you know, but the caps now, like in my opinion, I feel like you shouldn't judge another mom, you know, on you're, nobody's a pro at this, you know, right. you shouldn't judge. But then again, I don't know if this was her first child, you know, and she felt like we thought we knew everything, you know? So I maybe know. she took All it I know is by the time I was on my second kid and don't come for me, baby. That is true. That was yeah. your second child. I, I should have checked to see if that was her first child. I would have been like, ma'am, you need to take it down to a 0.5 like exactly. take it all the way down I no did. I don't that gets me so mad like that's why I didn't want to join some of these mommy groups some mommy groups are really um really good you know but I never wanted to say too much in them right but I see what other women write and it's not only about motherhood they'll talk about their marriages and stuff and other people support them and help them that's but so I was just like oh you know I'll write to that person but I never put on every everything that I wanted to say right you know but the judgment, I'm like, that's why I like this. I'm like, it's a judgment free because I have made mistakes, you know. We yes, have and we're human, company. we're allowed to. Yeah. I'm like, for example, this is probably off topic, but I was so tired yesterday, right? And I was trying to get some sleep. Nat had just gone back to work because New Year, they got to go back, you know. Mm -hmm. He went back to work and I was like, Lacey's sleeping. So I told Mari, I'm like, come in my room if you need me. Mommy's going to close her eyes. But uh, <laughs> Nat came home, right? And I heard like crying and I'm like, what is that? Cause I had the monitor on for mm -hmm. Mari's room and I look at the monitor and I'm like, what are you doing Mari? Come to find out it's Nat on the monitor. <laughs> Mari was on top of the dresser, ready to jump off like Spider-Man, like, boom, you know, and <laughs> Nat, thank God Nat had come home. He was like, did you see what he was doing? And in my head, I'm like, damn, he going he could get mad at me like that. I was like, I was just so tired, you know? And that's a mistake. Now I know, like, don't don't try to close your eyes while Mari is, you know, jumping off like he's Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, you know? So I'm like, okay, he's just going to stay with me, you know, while I lay down and I'll lock the door so he can't get out. But just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> it's okay, no, we understand. I heard something the other day, something along the lines of motherhood is a marathon. It's not a sprint. 
and you have to look at it like the big picture so you can't judge yourself or another mom on one single incident or one single problem one single issue because in retrospect you have to look at the bigger picture it's true yeah and we're all gonna make mistakes we're humans yeah as much as we like to think that we are superhuman especially as moms because i do call us super super mom super woman all the time we are human i just want to say i agree with everything that you guys are saying as everyone can see i am not the talkative one so i'm just gonna say i agree with everything you guys said you covered everything it's true because we did we did cover a lot of good facts and then i feel like a lot of moms go through kind of the same thing with breastfeeding so saying that like whatever we said i completely understand that you agree with us one last thing i do have to say before we end it is even though i didn't enjoy pumping with lacy i did pump a lot in the beginning and that is how i was able to let allow her to have breast milk until seven months i stopped breastfeeding her physically at six months but she had breast milk until seven you have so much milk in the beginning so if you can pump and pump in the beginning i would do that take advantage of that because that's when you have the most milk because your body is not it hasn't um found out a schedule you know it hasn't got used to its production yet so and you're home with them for those that do and have yeah and you're home with them you know so i that's what i would say but yeah i'm like breastfeeding if for all the moms breastfeeding is not easy you it's know not. it's not but if you do it it doesn't matter if you do it for two hours a week a month a year six months you know but one thing yes you have to set your goal short i have one of my best friends she set her goal for six months she went until almost two years if you set your goal short when you reach past that you feel like you accomplished the world absolutely if you set your goals high and it ends shorter like i set my goal for a year with lacy and i ended at seven months you know and i was like dang you know, she's going to be mad at me, but she's not even going to care, you know, but yeah, set your goal short so that in the long run, if you go past that, you'll be happy. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you. Yes. So once again, you were listening to mom live straight up. up. Yeah. Bye. Bye.